I'm super excited to start today's podcast. I hope everybody is having a great Labor Day weekend so far. I know it's a three-day weekend. Everybody is off of school. So I know I'm excited to start this. Pops, you ready to start? Let's do it. Hope everyone's having a great, safe holiday weekend, enjoying themselves and doing their thing. Well, by the way, this is episode 32, Magic Johnson's number. Pops' favorite number, mine, like, second favorite number. (laughs) That is for sure. Okay, so we're going to start off with our WNBA games today. And there's going to be some terrific games going on. So to start it off, we have the Dallas Wings, who are 6-12, and 12, against the Washington Mystics, who are 5-12. and 12. The last time these two teams played each other was about two weeks ago. And the Wings won 101-92 to 92 in overtime. Okay, so... That is true. little revenge angle here. So in this game, um, the Mystics opened up as a one-and-a-half point favorite. That line has since dropped to a pick. Total opened up at 164, went up to 166, down to 161. I feel like there might be an injury that we're maybe not completely sure of, or hopefully you do know, Tati, on the Washington side. But I will say this. You know, I'm a huge fan of Dallas, have been all season long. Uh but I actually like Washington in this spot, dependent on the injury situation for Washington in this game. Um, this is um, essentially a, a playoff-type game right here. Uh, I know Dallas is just barely ahead of Washington. It's crazy that as bad as Washington's been that they can still potentially make the playoffs. And they're coming off a strong win in their last game. Um, I, I know Dallas is the is the younger team. I think they're overall going to be... Um, a tough team to face, but I just feel like this scenario between the revenge and then the playoff-like atmosphere, or, yeah, I, I do lean towards Washington, and I know that's got to surprise you, Tati. Yeah, it really does, because you're, like, the biggest Dallas Wings fan that I know. <laughs> so I disagree with Pops. The last time these two teams played each other, the Wings did not have Satao Sabali. She was, I think she was injured, and so... Obviously, that's going to change things up for going against the Mystics because with Sabali playing in this game, that's going to cover Emma Meesman on the defensive side. And she didn't play last game either. So it was kind of like a decently fair game, but with those two players being back, I feel it feel like it changes things up. But I'm going with the Wings. I feel like they're going to win by more than last time. I feel like it's going to be a 10-point game. And from the DraftKings side, I'll start off with the Mystics. Somebody that's been surprising and really low is Elena Coates. She's 3,600, and she scored 11 points the last time these two teams played each other, which obviously the Wings don't play the best defense. But she was uh, very surprising, and as well as Tiana Hawkins at 6,500. She has well scored 11 points, but she's been stepping it up as well in these last games. From the wing side, I know that I will not be taking Estelle Nador. She didn't even play the last two, the last game or the time that they played each other. And it was just a coach's decision. So obviously that comes into the rotation play where you never really know who's going to play. But I do like Kayla Thornton, and I never really like her. She's 6,800. And the last time these two teams play, she scored 17 points. So, okay. I'm a fan of hers today. I think this might be 
the slowest paced game today. Yes, it um, will be. With the playoff atmosphere uh, implications, then I expect defense to be a big part of this game. Yes, I agree with you, Pops. This is going to be one of the lowest scoring games of the day as well. So let's flip that page. Next up, we start off like the best game of the day, in my opinion. We have the Seattle Storm, who are 15-3, and three, against the Minnesota Lynx, who are 13-5. and five. The last time these two teams played each other was early July. I'm pretty sure it was the second game of the season. And the Storm won 90-66. I do not think that will be the case today. One reason being Crystal Dangerfield. Um, you know, she she only got 10 minutes the last two the last time these two teams played and she's really stepped it up now. She might be like rookie of the year by now. But she's going to play a big factor going against the Storm, and in my opinion, I think the Lynx are going to win the game. I like your conviction. Uh Seattle opened up as a <clears throat> five and a half point favorite. That line's been uh going upwards up to 7. Not surprised just based on uh, Seattle being the overall top of the food chain in the WNBA and in the Wubble, but also because they're coming off um, a televised buzzer-beating win over the Sparks in their previous game. Um, yeah. You know, so I'm not surprised that this line's going up. And you know what? I actually tend to agree with you. I, I like the Lynx a great deal in this game. I, I think for Seattle, anytime they play L.A., that's a game where they're always going to get up for. And then it's like to win in a buzzer-beating fashion. I can't help but think that that was an emotional win for them, <clears throat> even for a veteran team like them. And so I could see a bit of a letdown after that. You know, now they got to turn around and play again um, off that performance. I think you're definitely paying a premium if you're taking the Storm here in this game at seven points. I think the Lynx are going to remember that bad loss against Seattle earlier in the year so we got a revenge angle here and a letdown spot for Seattle plus an inflated line it's got links written all over it Tati <laughs> yeah it does well also the last time they played each other the Lynx had Sylvia Fowles and ever since Sylvia Fowles has been out they've been playing like a lot better and it's opened up um, a lot of different looks and players for them so in my opinion the Lynx they're a better chemistry team currently in my opinion and yeah I'm just I'm really excited for this game and from the DraftKings side on the links I'm taking Rachel Banham she's 4,400 I know I've spoke about her but I've kind of been like off I haven't really been taking her and she's been very impressive only getting like 10 minutes off the bench but she's been like using those minutes to her advantage so I like Rachel Banham in that on that side. From the storm, Jewel Lloyd is gonna be very over owned since she made that game winner and she's only eight thousand five hundred DraftKings. Usually she's like nine thousand, nine thousand two hundred. So she'll be really overrated in this game. And when they played each other last, she only had nine points. So you never really know, but I'm staying away from her. From the Storm, I'll probably be taking Sue Bird. She's 7,100. She scored 16 points and got six or seven assists in the last time they played. So that would be the one player I'd be taking today. So in the, the case Storm. of Sue Bird, 
how long ago did these two teams face off last, Tati? Early July. Do you think Dangerfield's a different player now than she was at the, in the beginning? Definitely. Her confidence has really grown, and it, like, shows. So she's got a little bit of speed to her and a little bit of shiftiness to <clears throat> Oh, a ton of to shiftiness. Say the least. <laughs> you know, um, perhaps she gets Sue Bird in foul trouble in this game? Maybe. She could. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I think Jewel Lloyd might be guarding her. Okay. But I see what you're on a, your statement. All right. Okay. So we like the links, though. Yeah, both yeah. of us do. Sounds good. Okay. Next up, we have the Chicago Sky, who are 11 and 8, against the LA Sparks, who are 13 and 5. The last time these two teams played each other, the Sky won 96 to 78. And I remember this game was early July as well. Say that score again. 96 to 78, the Sky. I remember that game. I do too. (laughs) You think if we remember it, you think the Sparks remember it? Definitely. You think the Sparks are a little salty after that loss at the buzzer against Seattle and now they're playing against a team that blew them out big time? You think think we might get the best of the Sparks today? Yeah, I don't think. I think we I know they will. Aren't the Sky struggling a little bit right now? The Sky have I hate to say this, but they've been awful right now. Um they've right? They were like 11 they were 10 in like 4 and they haven't been playing very well. Is this going to be the first time in 32 episodes where <laughs> we go against Dallas and Chicago on the same day? I mean, I think so, Pops. The last time these two teams played each other, the Sky had Azura Stevens and Diamond De Shields. And Azura Stevens had 21 points. Obviously, Stephanie Dolson was not playing in that game. But Azura Stevens played a big role going against the Sparks. And yeah, Dolson, she's a great player as well. But from what Azura Stevens was, do- is, was doing to what Dolson is now doing... It hasn't been a good step up for the Sky. And the Sparks, they haven't, like, lost any players. Um, Obviously, the last time they played, they didn't have Tia Cooper, uh, their rookie. And NECA, today she is probable to play, which I know she'll be playing. But there hasn't been many changes on the Sparks side. While on the Sky side, there's been multiple changes, and they have a smaller roster. Okay, so the Sparks opened up as a four and a half point favorite. That lines up to five. This is the track meet of the day. Opened at 170 and a half points, up to 171. So I'll just go out and say it. I like the Sparks. I I think they're going to be able to exact some revenge, let out some frustration. This is like a a frustration game for them, and and I think they let Chicago know exactly who they are. Um, NECA coming back, chemistry-wise, she's a plus chemistry player to begin with, so that only helps them. Um, I think I'm not going to go so far as, I mean, Chicago's clinched their playoff burst, so I think they're just kind of scuffling a little bit right now. Um, But I think the Sparks are more motivated for this game than Chicago is. Plus, I think they have a little bit more of an extra gear than Chicago does. Plus, they have the experience edge. I don't see how you don't take the Sparks. I hate to agree with you, Pops, but I agree with you. <laughs> um, I think that with the Sparks, like you said, like the energy is going to be high. They're going to come out like right out of the gate. 
Brittany Sykes, she's been a key player to them, like, having that energy lately. She's 7,400 in DraftKings, and the last time they played against the Sky, she was the leading scorer at 16 points. She's been playing very well. I'm pretty sure she's been in the starting lineup as well, which she wasn't even, like, playing very often when they started the season. So when they played against the Sky, she barely even played. And look what she did, 16 points. So... In my opinion, I'd be taking Brittany Sykes on the DraftKings side. I'd also be considering Raquan, Raquana Williams. She's like, uh, we call her Live Legend. <laughs> uh, she, when she makes one, she makes them all. So she had 12 points the last time they played. She's 5,700. So I'd probably end up taking both of those players. From the sky, I feel like I'd be taking Gabby Williams. She's 7,500. She had 11 points when they played against the Sparks. Um, she has been stepping it up a little bit, which is why her salary is now 7500 And Kalia Copper, she's, like, so consistent. She's still, like, playing her heart out. She's 8800 When they played the Sparks, she had 21 points, which was the most on the team besides Azura Stevens. So I'd also be taking Kalia Copper. There you have it. <laughs> Well, that wraps up the WNBA side of things. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. I, I keep thinking it's Monday, Pops. You think about that holiday weekend. Yeah, right? I want I keep on wanting to see the power rankings. Okay, well, that wraps up the WNBA side of things. Now we're going to move on to the NBA. So it's been quite a surprise, actually, in the NBA. Today we have... The Miami Heat versus the Milwaukee Bucks. The Miami Heat are up 3-0. to zero. If Miami wins this game, they sweep the Bucks. Pops? <laughs> we did say whoever won game one would win the series. And you also said that the Heat would win this series. Yeah. You're looking really, really smart. I'm looking, <laughs> I'm looking sort of smart. Man, the Heat look like they're just that team. Uh, they're looking, you know, it goes back to the beginning of the bubble. We, The Phoenix Suns and the Miami Heat on both conferences were the two hottest teams. The difference is the Heat are still in the playoffs, and they're still doing this. Um, right? I, I think, I mean, They've been I, I'm not sure why this spread is so low. The Heat are only favored by a point, point and a half. Uh, I know Giannis is questionable. I can't, there's just no way he doesn't play in this game. Yes. And, and, and you could argue this might be the last game he plays with the Milwaukee Bucks. It could be. You There's... could take it that way if you want. And so, if a couple ep- oh last episode, Pops was saying how there's talks of him going to the Warriors. Yeah. So yeah, those rumors have been there for a while. But yeah, I mean they're 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 a little bit louder than rumors right now, just because of how Milwaukee is not only not. We're talking about the Eastern semis. We're not even talking about the Eastern Conference Finals and the fact that they're about to get swept. So right? all the pressure in the world's on Milwaukee. And I also think with Jimmy Butler and just the chemistry with the Heat, I know we keep going back to that dreaded chemistry word, <laughs> but that's a real thing and it's hard to quantify it. And it's something you either have or you don't. And it's in the bubble and in the wobble uh, with the environments that are going on. You know, the, the chemistry teams are the ones that are doing the best. And the non-chemistry teams are the teams that, well, that go fishing. So, go on um, fishing. You know, I, I think with the veteran leadership, the front office of Miami, combined with the current chemistry on this team, they know 
that they need to step on their throats right now and just go ahead and finish this off. So I like Miami. Okay, well, I'm going to disagree with you. I know Giannis is questionable, but I'm pretty confident he's going to be playing. I don't understand why he would uh, miss out on this game. But if he does stay out, there's going to be a lot of talks about him, like, uh, what is it called, of him sitting out, like, quitting. Oh, there's going to be a lot of talks of him quitting, especially him being the MVP and everything. So if he doesn't play, that is not going to be very good. I will take the Bucks in this game, though. I just don't see how they get swept. The Heat, I did say they were going to win the series. I did not think that they would be sweeping the Bucks, though. <laughs> but I'm going with the Bucks this game. Okay. Next up, we have the Houston Rockets against the Los Angeles Lakers. The Rockets are leading the series 1 to 0 right now. I feel like with the Lakers this is this like is normal for them. They lose the first game and then win at all the other games. So, I'm just going to go with the Lakers not only cuz they're my favorite team, but they they're used to this happening to them. You know, as Lily brings me this jacket, you want this on, Lily? <laughs> yeah. As you just said, Tati, they're used to the Lakers doing this. Lose game one and then do their thing. But you know what? Houston's got more firepower than Portland does. Yes, Portland they do. Has, Portland has quite a bit of firepower to begin with. So I feel like the Lakers are playing with fire. And I'm incredibly disappointed with their game one performance. Not just because I'm a Laker guy. I'm a Laker fan. have been my entire life. Just because their play is so uninspiring and... I watched very carefully, and I thought it was so ironic that at the end of that game that they had the cameras on the Lakers bench, and you saw LeBron, right. you saw Anthony Davis, just emotionless. They weren't even talking. And I realize there's people out there, oh, don't get too low, don't get too high. But, man, you know what, though? Honestly, I can't stand the Lakers. And it hurts me to say that it does. But, honestly, I like Houston today. I think they beat the Lakers again. Uh, I think the Lakers need to get slapped in the face again. Maybe then it'll wake him up a little bit. LeBron nodding up and down like that, like he's got it. No, 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 no. I, I think Houston deserves it more than the Lakers do. Yes, I they really definitely do. do. And I think they want it. And I think they're, you know, James Harden, Jimmy Butler, they're pretty close, you know, so I can't help but think, hey, let's meet up in the finals. And I, I, I think that Houston's going to go ahead and take it to the Lakers again today. There's just never really a sense of urgency from the Lakers and Jay, uh, Russell Westbrook, dude. I was just going to mention him. He's going to be really frustrating the Lakers. And then I'll even say it, the Clippers, both L.A. teams, man, just laying down. Just no energy, just blah. It doesn't fit in the bubble. So I like the Rockets. They went out right, and they not only went out right, I think they win by five or more points too. Okay, well, I could see that happening. Um, I agree with you. The Lakers haven't been very exciting whatsoever. And I, I was going to touch on Russell Westbrook. I saw that he got, I think he got postered by LeBron in the last game. And that really got him frustrated towards the end. And he started going off. There's no doubt in my mind that he'll bring that frustration into this game. Don't you agree, Pops? I do. I mean, I just don't see where he doesn't. And James Harden, he was shooting the ball great. Well, not great, but he was shooting the ball like James Harden. And when he does that, that's when the Rockets win the game. So I see, I can see where the Rockets do win this game as well. So I'm like on the fence, but I'm leaning more towards the Lakers side. But 
Yeah. I agree. The Rockets definitely deserve it more than the Lakers right now. There you have it. Outside of that. We got a bunch of tennis. What is it? Tennis, the third US round? Open. Uh, or second round still. Yeah, the conclusion of the third round. And then uh, the tour championship on the PGA Tour in golf. That's wrapping up. We're in the halfway through that event. Uh, the Kentucky right, so Derby yesterday. I don't know if you want to mention anything about the Kentucky oh, Derby. Oh, man. That was very – I think a lot of people got upset by that. Um, Obviously, Tis the Law, the, who was the favorite, he, uh, he was the favorite to win the whole race. And who was it? Authentic? Yes. The Authentic Horse ended up winning. Yeah. And that was a very interesting race, actually. You know who was a bigger loser than Tis the Law? Who? <laughs> NBC. Oh my gosh. Pops is the biggest fan of NBC. <laughs> he doesn't like him on the golf side or on the horses side, horse racing side. I, I just, they used to be the flagship network when it comes to sports. Used to be. Used to be. Right? Then. Pops was saying how they show, they're trying to show all the cool angles, but you can never really see what number horse they are, right? Which is all that anybody cares about, so. <laughs> you took the words out of my mouth. Uh, so whether we're talking about the Lakers and their lack of heart? emotion, heart, to NBC, <laughs> to our friend Sophia Popoff. Oh my goodness. At the end of the day, I just call it like I see it. That's just the way it is. And Pops is right. Not everyone likes to hear that, but you know, the truth is the truth. So I hope everyone has a great rest of your guys' weekend. Enjoy that holiday. Hope you're staying safe. My part's done. Tati, it's all you, my friend. Good yeah, work. so we're excited for like a great day. It's Sunday. This is where we get in all our basketball training. So we're definitely stoked to start the day off with our podcast. That's episode 32. Obviously my favorite number. So I hope all of you guys enjoyed it. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you all next time.